around the world. You are listening to the new blurt. We acknowledge the First Nations peoples of this land, the traditional custodians, and pay our respects to their elders past, present, and future. We recognise the ongoing impacts of colonisation and the importance of a voice to Parliament to ensure the sovereignty and self-determination of First Nation peoples is respected and upheld. We commit to working together towards a just and equitable future for all Australians. Hi, I'm Keely, and uh, you are listening to The New Blurt, and tonight I'm coming to you from Wurundjeri country, Kulin Nation of the Woiwurrung people. Sovereignty was never ceded, always has been, and always will be Aboriginal land. I am coming to you from the land of Nam, which is, if you're not sure, is Melbourne uh, in Victoria, and it is quarter past eight, and it's around about, I did have the degrees here before, but I can't find it now. Um, <laughs> But uh, it's, it, it's moderately cold. It's been very cold in the mornings, but it's moderately cold now. So good evening, Wincy. Uh, good evening from balmy, balmy Brisbane. And I am coming to you from the traditional uh, owners of this land on which I live and work, the Yagra and Turbrils people. Uh, sovereignty was never ceded. And it's only um, the weather here. Oh, it's only 19.1 degrees. It feels like 19.8. Yeah, but that but that's in the house though, yeah. No, 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 that's outside. Inside the house is oh. probably about the same, actually. That's, See, look, I'm in t-shirt. It's t-shirt weather. Woo! Yeah. Yes, yes. Well, <laughs> I've I've got it here. It's seven point six, but it feels like six point four. Oh, and yeah, uh, okay. that's a third of our temperature. <laughs> uh, two uh, two days. Two, Two days ago, it um, was uh, three point five, and it felt like negative three. So. Oh yes, I do remember that. It was like, oh geez, I'm glad I wasn't in Melbourne at that time. <laughs> but but it was it was lovely though. It was so nice, like just beautiful. The sun's out. It's just I've, I've got some beautiful photos just because mm. the sun is uh, you know just shining through so beautifully in this um, this late late winter. So getting so close to spring now, it's not yeah. funny. It's only yeah, another we'll, 15 days, basically. Yeah, and we'll be complaining about the heat soon enough, so. Yeah, with La Nina. Yes, yeah. no more no, no more El, uh, La Nina, only El Nino. El so Nino, that's, that's right. Not good, not good. Yeah. And we have talked about that on the show before, but we'll, yes. we'll probably give that a, a run again as we come up to it so people can sort of maybe have an idea of, unfortunately, what they might be going to experience mm. this year. Yeah, so. especially what we've seen in Hawaii and uh, with the terrible news in the past few days, if not week, with the bushfires on Maui, on the island of Maui, with I think I think the count is up to nearly 100 uh, deaths in that bushfire yeah. and they're expecting more. Do you know? Apparently, though, there's thousands that are missing because mm, um, wow. I was just, I was listening the other day, and they were saying that the alarm systems failed. All right, that's why so many people have died because no right. one got the message. Cheers. Which I know, and I find I find that phenomenal, especially as you and I coming from an IT background. I mean, you'd be doing DR recoveries on disasters mm. on on that all the time. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I, um, Maybe they're just not used to it, but with with volcano volcanoes in the area, I would have thought that they'd be really up to date with um, alerting and alarms and things like that. Yeah, it was interesting. I was listening to um, Michael Moore talk about Maui the other day, and 
It it's definitely nowhere near as like sort of inhabited as I thought it was to a certain extent. What I mean by that is it's not as built up as I thought it was. Obviously, yeah, that's okay. why it's why it's burnt. Mm. But, but apparently, there's like you know so many um, sort of tracks etc that aren't you know they're not sealed roads etc cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah, it's okay. a pretty, pretty wild area, so hence yeah. why so much of it burnt, which is you mm. know just just horrible. But unfortunately, we know exactly what that's like. So, you know, but, um, but anyway, enough of that. Uh, Bertie tells me that, um, uh, Bertie tells me that you were somewhere tonight before the show and you were rushing around like a Mm. blue ass fly, as my mum would say, um, (laughs) trying to uh, get everything, Mm. uh, everything ready and organized. So, uh, blue ass fly is just looked, I just confirmed. Yep. Yep. I got that right now. Uh, yes, you are right. Uh, Bertie did tell you or inform you correctly. Um, it's my oldest Elijah's uh, formal tonight, the school formal. And um, I swear, trying to organize things with teenagers is like herding cats. <laughs> A few weeks I've been hassling them. Oh, are you guys going to go by? Are you going to hire? Do you want to hire a limo? How are you going to get there? Who's going to pick you up? And only about three or four days ago, they all decided, oh, yeah, maybe we should do a limo. I, I think it's like herding death cats, isn't it? I mean... Probably. Seriously, seriously. But So um, I did organise the limo for them. Um, and so I had to drop him off, drop our, uh, Elijah off to to friend's house, not far. Wait for the kids to all arrive. Some of them arrived late and dressed... At, uh, at last minute and then waited for the limo to arrive, got our obligatory photos and videos, and then we madly raced back into the city, fighting peak hour traffic, uh, beat the limo by a few minutes uh, where they arrived at the city town hall, which is a very nice building in the middle of the city. Um, yeah, and got to see all the kids arrive in their hire cars, friends' cars, expensive cars, cheap cars, all sorts of stuff. It was a menagerie of vehicles that turned up. Many electric cars? No, I didn't see any electric cars. They're all gas guzzlers, had an old Chevy turn up, um, a few stretched uh, limos like Hummers. The ones our kids went into was a Dodge um, stretched limo. Um what else did we see? Saw a pink Corvette uh, with a single uh, passenger uh, uh, come out of come out of it. So it uh, sounds like yeah. Uh, yeah, look, it sounds like they've really uh, gone to uh, hell and back to uh, make this thing, you know, a big uh, recognised uh, event, as it were. Mm. It's interesting because formals. When I sort of even think about that word, I just think about America. I don't really mm. don't prom really note. Well, anything like that, you know, yeah. I just don't really think um, about Australia doing formals because, I mean, it, it would have, we would have appropriated it from the US, I'm sure. I'm so. not sure. I know, I know back when I was a boy, um, yeah. I, our school did a formal and I hired a tuxedo, I think it was, with a red, I'm going to mark it this name with the word wrong, cumberbum, cumberbun. Yes, bun, um, not bum. Bun, yeah. not bum. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I had a red one. Um, 
a red cummerbund. I'm pretty sure we hired a limo because there was a few of us who, who turned up to the formal. Um, so it has been going around, but this one looked like it was everyone really dressed up and, and yeah, planned it really well. Did anyone uh, dress up in the yellow and green? No, no, though a lot of girls um, definitely dressed as if they were 10 years older. That's <laughs> pretty normal. It is. I know. I know. But other than that, um, yeah, no, it looks like I think they're all having fun. I've had a few photos from Elijah throughout the evening, um, meals and other videos that they've done inside. So it looks like they're all having good time, which is great. Yes. No, it is because that's what it's all about. So, yeah, exactly. yeah no, no, it is good. It's good. Very good indeed. So, actually, we did just refer uh, very briefly there mm. uh, to the Matildas. Well, no, we didn't directly refer, but really. um, no, but we did talk about the yellow and green. And mm. the yellow and green, i.e., the Matildas, are playing the UK tomorrow night, I believe. That's I right. Believe yes, England. Yes. So, I'm. Um, I'm I'm split. I'm not sure where my loyalty lies. <laughs> so. Hey, at least you've got a, a a winning hand in either way. No, that's true. Unless they draw, but um. Oh no, they can't draw because you have no, to have a winner in this one. No, I know, so, but I, I don't. I don't want it to go to fifteen, fifteen, and then ten penalties again. That's just. Mm, uh, that's... It was. It was a uh, heart heart stopper. It's a bit like our Collingwood matches we've experienced this year. <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to say. I've had enough of that. My heart is is just staying in my chest at the moment. So I know. You know. I'm confident this year of of age by at least ten years just by watching uh, Collingwood Pies. Yeah, uh, I'm hearing you. I'm totally, totally hearing you. Look, I've just got a very, very small uh, video here that I thought we mm. might uh, just have a look at. It's just Courtney. I think it's Courtney, isn't it? Courtney Vine. Um, mm-hmm. I think I think it's Courtney. Um, who kicks the last and winning corner goal. And um, I think it's quite a nice thing to remember. Um, and they may need to remember it in case, uh, you know, it doesn't come through with the UK. So anyway, here it goes. <coughs> goal! An epic night. Oops. But yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's all right. Um, just takes a little while to come back at times. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, just such a just such an awesome moment. I know you, you know the the jubilation on the team's faces and just mm. it was it was just beautiful. I mean, everyone's just. I mean, the Dom Knight on the chaser. Um, apparently he's a bit of a, soge, a soccer tragic, and he's been following the Matildas for a while, and he just you know he just doesn't shut up about them, to be honest. Mm. But um. Uh, so yes, there's a lot of uh, you know Matilda uh, jumper honors all over yeah. all all over the place, including myself. Yeah. Uh, I don't even like soccer. So, oh, I, I, the only time I ever really do watch soccer is at the FIFA World Cup, and I've been watching this one. And last Saturday when they played against um, France, um, I was at the ECA, which is the equivalent of your Royal Melbourne show. Ah, yeah, I wondered so, what, the, what, what, where does the Eka get its name from? 
That is a good question, and I really hope someone out there can let me know. I've, ne I've always ah. wondered. I've never looked into it. Um, but, yeah, there I was, and, and I knew that the match had started, and I was, wasn't watching um, the match live, and I um, worked out that, yes, we'd tied at the end of full time, then they went into extra time. And I think I tuned in. I decided to start watching the the thing while watching what I what I was watching at the Eka. I turned. I on saw. The... I saw that picture. <laughs> you you watching Eka and yeah, then watching at the same time. Watching it. Watching the coverage on my phone with a, a new friend that I made next, who's sitting next to me, some stranger. <laughs> so we're both going yes. Oh, every time we lost, so it was pretty funny. So, um, yeah. So it was quite quite uh, an experience, and I saw other people watching. Watching the um, it was, it was so it was, it was it was so good. The the goalkeeper was just I mean seriously, she was the best player on the field. Oh really. yeah, I mean that's she why was... she won Mackenzie. She she won it for, for oh. the day, best player. Oh, oh, did she win best player? Did she? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, no, she definitely was. I mean, they would have lost it if it wasn't for her. She stopped some fantastic goals. And to be honest mm. with you. France were really all over Australia in the last uh, twenty minutes or so. They honestly, mm -hmm. they were they were hard pressed not to score, and mm. they seem to have they seem to have a bit more speed and energy right at the end. So mm. um, yeah, I think Australia were lucky to lucky to get through that. I mean, when it comes to penalties, yeah. it's always a bit of luck, unfortunately. Mm, um, a bit of skill and a bit of luck. So yeah. But, before we uh, change topic, um, Vicky says that exhibition is what ECHA stands for, basically. And uh, the Royal Queensland show used to be called The Exhibition, which got shortened to ECHA. I don't know how you shortened that to ECHA, but... I was about to say, I was about to say that. I, I think, I, I mean, fair enough, Vicky, fair enough. I would never, ever even think about um, questioning your judgment on that, but that <laughs> is the most pathetic thing I have ever heard in my Hello. life. So exhibition anyway. to Eka. There you go. Yeah, no, that's just yeah, no. Anyway. Um, so yes, sorry, you were gonna talk a bit a bit of Sagwatch, I believe. Uh yes, so the latest news um in the SAG drama. Um yes, yeah, so they've been there's been some meetings in the past uh week uh where the screen writers and the actors have taken their um, their concerns and things like that to the table, uh, back to the studios. So there's been more discussions, still no outcome. Um, it's obviously affecting uh, production of all those shows. I think we've spoken about different, various shows in the past. Um, yeah, so it's still going, no, no major progress. Um, you know, some of the well, some of the things that um, really will be affected um, is it, it will affect Australia eventually because there mm. was uh, the I think the Docklands Studios. Oh yeah, Melbourne. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, they're pretty damn quiet. Um, yeah. So yeah, you know, unfortunately, this is going to affect um, workers over here as well. I mean, there's some really terrible films that i've heard that have been being made here but they're keeping you know actors employed it's so. a business that's going. a good thing that's a good thing mm. but uh yeah they're going to get affected as well so um 
I mean, I, I don't know if you've have you heard that they've gone back to the. I mean, is there any sort of does it look like there's any impasse that you've heard of in the last couple of days or anything like that? No, or? no. Other than um, the guilds <laughs> taking their concerns in detail back to the studios. Uh, yeah, there's no other agreements um, or any other news. I know. I know uh, there was a meeting on Friday, just gone. Um, so the outcome of that hasn't come to light yet. Um, not that I've seen. I'm sure it will eventually. Um, but yeah, it's a bit more of that watch his space, I guess. Yeah. I, I mean, I was listening to uh, Michael Moore the other day and he was saying that he'd be really surprised if any actors are working uh, this year. Mm, right. Which so is could drag on that long. Pretty bad. Really bad. Which, which obviously means that it doesn't just affect Australia. It's wherever studios would have been filming in other parts of the world so yeah. it'll be those industries too but in case in case people aren't totally across what is happening with uh sag watch the reason they went on strike in the first place is because um the uh studios the streamers were um thinking that what they could do is maybe have um an ai of one of the actors whoever that actor may be and they can put that actor in their program and then mm. use that AI forevermore and then stick yeah. that AI in whatever they want to stick it in mm. and never, ever pay the actor again. Yeah, or use so, the actor again, yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's terrible. I mean, yeah. I was talking to you about this the other day, actually. There was an advertisement that was in the London Tube and the advertisement was a poster and I had an AI on the poster. Oh, and wow. Yeah, and, and yeah. obviously the idea of that is they don't have to pay a model. Mm. Yeah, yeah, not surprised. It's, it's, I'm sure it's going to get worse in that respect that we're going to see more of it, but... It's just um, shit. Because that's yeah. where so many actors get their breaks from being a, yeah. a model or, you know, whatever yeah, it is. Exactly. Um, you know, in a, in a smaller smaller place, i.e. in advertisements, those sort of things. So, yeah, it's, gonna, it's just going to affect it everywhere. But apparently... Oh, sure. Apparently, though, it doesn't affect uh, news services. Um, okay. And there's some other things that aren't affected as well, but I can't remember exactly what they are off the top of my head. But mm. I think it's probably time for this. 11,780 votes to win the election. No. Thomas, I need 11,000 votes. Losers only, it's Trump it absolutely is uh, Trump watch. And um, oh, I'm just laughing at Vicky's comment. Nice background. <laughs> yes, yes. We've, we've got the thumbs up there. So that's good. That's, that's what we like to hear. Um, as the, this is really apt because as the little sting says, 11,780 votes. And what we're about to listen to is exactly what has just happened in the US today. So I've just got a little bit here. So just just bear with me for two seconds. What a dramatic moment in US just, history. Oh. Had people in the room. It's extraordinary hour-long conversations. Um, and then he's finally 11,870 votes. 780. <laughs> so do that, I can then cut me some slack. Um, and nope, 780. Raffensperger, who was a Republican, conservative Republican Secretary of State, he was not a Democrat, so Donald Trump can't claim this is a conspiracy, basically says uh, President Trump 
we don't agree that you have won. Um, let's have a listen to part of that phone call. Is this the original? All I want to do is this. I just want to find uh, 11,780 votes, which is one more that we have. So, John, how serious uh, are these charges that have just been laid out when compared to the other charges that he's facing elsewhere? Well, the grand jury has said that they believe that these 19 people, including Donald Trump, were part of an illegal attempt to overthrow an election. Um, she's calling for them to voluntarily surrender themselves, which, of course, has the implication that if you don't voluntarily surrender, the police will come and get you. So that, that ups the ante here. Donald Trump's obviously facing a lot of legal indictments. There's one over the hush money to the so-called adult film star. Um, and th though, in a way, I think this is the real, the biggest so called. What is he? What's he talking about? Stormy Daniels. This we know. Famous porn star. What, what are you talking about? Ones. He's accused of trying to overthrow the election. That was about state of mind. The authorities would have to prove that when he gave this speech that we're watching now, which was soon before the storming of the Capitol building, that he was intending to incite an insurrection. However, he can argue that that wasn't in my mind at all, and he has. The problem for Donald Trump with this indictment, which the grand jury has now passed up and said we think there should be a prosecution, is you listen to the tape, you see the transcript, it's all there. Now, this investigation has taken two years and it's ended with an extraordinary day and night at the courthouse there in Georgia. That's right. It's been going late in it. Um, there's 19 defendants. There are... Um... All of this, all of this is 100% true. And, um, yeah, so 19 defendants. Um, and in those 19 defendants, Sydney Powell, who's an absolute nut job, and mm. uh, Rudy Giuliani, and obviously yeah, DJ, one. Mark... Mark Meadows, who I heard was before um, before he it was even in the administration of Donald uh, Trump, he was like a nothing. So, Ooh, okay. yeah, but but he had a pretty big role in um, in Trump's uh, administration. But anyway, there's 19 of them as he talked about, and one, I think one of the other ones in that 19 is a woman that gave uh, Donald Trump and his cronies access to the voting machines in Georgia to get the votes and get the information. Hence why this is going under a racketeering um, um, uh, charge. charge. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So, so that's why. But uh, but that is Trump Watch for this week. Wow. And now I think we oh, probably... Always fascinating. Oh yeah, I mean he he, he never uh, ceases to deliver, does he? No. Um so yeah, no, he's he's always interesting. Uh in a bad way. Um, mm. But um but yeah, I just want to do a couple of things and we will be back. When you give blood, you're more than just a blood donor. You're the lifeblood of Australia. Search Give Blood and book your donation with Australian Red Cross Lifeblood today. Give life. Give blood. 
The Australia Institute produces high-quality research that has real-world impact, whether it's revealing the $10.3 billion in fossil fuel subsidies provided by federal and state governments last year, or our long-standing research advocating for a federal anti-corruption commission with real teeth, we change minds. To donate, head on over to australiainstitute.org.au. like Chinese. I like Chinese. There's 900 million of them in the world today. Chinese takeaway. It's a bit of an interesting one. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, this Chinese takeaway I've got this week. Um, it's uh, yeah, quite different to a lot of the stuff that we talk about. I mean, I know you do history a lot of the time, and that's always mm. interesting. Um, but this one again is history, but it's it's in a different way. And oh, okay. what's what's happened? is the um, CCP, the Chinese Communist Party, have uh, just rewritten uh, one of China's most influential indie rock songs that depicts a story of despair in a struggling industrial city. And um, there's quite a few different um, comments, et cetera, um, against it. And and there's some for it, and it's just, you know, just different... um, uh, just commentary in, in general. But the local Communist Party decided to rewrite it uh, because they wanted to uh, spread positive energy because the song itself, um, the song itself was all about um, a man spends decades working in a monotonous factory job and his wife grows increasingly insecure about their future. The son is withdrawn, seemingly struggling at school. Then a building collapses. Their world comes crushing down. Um, it was a story of disillusionment, hopelessness in the industrial city of Shijia uh, Shuang, and it was one of China's most influential indie rock songs. And then the local yeah. Communist Party decided to rewrite it. Wow. So I've got, I've got, oh my goodness, I've, I've got some of the, um, yeah, it's it, it, it's quite controversial. I've got some of the new uh, lyrics and some of the old lyrics. It's quite interesting. So the old song uh, was called Kill That One from Xi Jinping. The new mm-hmm. song is the new title is The Unkillable One from <laughs> Xi Jinping. <laughs> I see what they did there. Yes, yes. I know, I know. So... The original song has been widely interpreted as um, the painful side effects of China's modernization. As the Communist Party embraced market reforms in the 1990s, um, there was many uh, forced layoffs and uh, many people's expectations of a lifelong paycheck known as the Iron Rice Bowl were shattered. The city once an economic powerhouse declined. I mean, with those... um, with those times, with the um, with those expressions and um, those um, 
I can't find the word, which is really annoying, uh, describing those descriptions of how it actually was back then. Mm. I've, I've seen times in the 1990s when China needed to uh, deepen or widen the channel. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you just happen to be living anywhere near that channel, um, you're probably not living anywhere near that channel anymore. Anymore, yeah. Um, <laughs> you wouldn't have had a choice either way. No, that's correct. Wide yeah. consultation is not something they tend to do. Mm. So um, the band Omnipent, sorry, I'll say it again, Omnipotent Youth Society, Omnipotent, if you're not sure anyone out there, means all-powerful, Youth Society is from, she, I'm going to try to have a crack at this, Xi Jazz Shuang, I think that's right, or something like that, Xi Jing, the band's lyricist and bass player has said the song is about the erosion of enthusiasm and self-esteem in one family. The singer's plaintive vocals um, are set at first against a simple backdrop of harmonica and strings built to a soaring guitar solo. Now, I've actually got the song. It is in Chinese, mm-hmm. but the video is worth watching. So oh, is it? Oh, cool. it goes a little while, but I've got it. And... Um, uh, YouTube might pull us up for it. Who knows? But anyway, mm. um, but it's worth listening to anyway. So the revamp song largely keeps the musical structure, but its lyrics couldn't be more different. So the original verse, get off work at 6 p.m., change out of the pharmaceutical factory's uniform. The new verse, get off work at 6 p.m. and change out of the old factory's uniform. Okay. Bit different. You've got, it, it, it is a little bit, and it's um, slowly but surely gets worse as it goes through the song, i.e. the um, conversion of lyrics and the complete and utter abomination of mm. the improvement. Um, so the original verse on two, she uses fake money to buy a fake gun, protecting her way of life until the building collapses. You're going to love this. This is what they rewrote it to. The rusted clock hand strained to spin to life. Like the bonfire of dreams, lift your head and march forward. Jeez. I said you were going to. Oh, yeah. Just unbelievable. Oh, it's phenomenal. Well, it's just totally, um, just totally. Completely changed it. I mean, but even completely just changed the whole feeling, the whole reason for the mm, song. So, yeah. But, but there's, a, I'm going to read it, just a couple of comments afterwards. I was reading the comments afterwards and there's a couple of really, really interesting ones. So, um, because this is uh, from the New York Times, but it's the Asia part of the New York Times. So, there's quite mm-hmm. a lot of um, Chinese readers, um, you know, speak English, mm. uh, uh, read the New York Times as well. So, in the, um, in the new version, the intimacy of the personal narrative disappears, which is what we just saw right yeah. then. Um, gone is her shattered sense of security replaced by generic slogans about marching forward. So um, verse three, at the high school attached to Hebei Normal University, the ping-pong playing boy turns his back silently staring at the classroom that he cannot leave. This will be interesting. The... This is the new one. The unhealed pains are the witnesses of the past. Sweat is the explanation of perseverance carried out in your name. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm like, I mean, talk about don't even be anywhere near it. So, yeah. It's, so, it's, yeah. is is there a theme or or what's the new 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 story behind the song? Well, the new story is 100% propaganda, as you can hear it. Yeah, it's just yeah. you know, it's just it's just phenomenal. So, but the original chorus, living like this for 30 years until the building collapses. New chorus, mm. you're gonna love this. 20 years of transformation. This international city is forging ahead. <laughs> uh, it's just unbelievable. So, uh, anyway. Can you imagine any of our modern songs to be just flipped on its head? Oh, yes. Especially when they've got this uh, sort of, you know, uh, when it's such an iconic song, you know, such an mm. iconic um, indie Chinese song. Yeah. It's, it's unbelievable what they've done. So the original Especially, chorus uh, is what? what is it? Sorry, Billy, no. Billy Bragg? He, yeah, he, Billy Bragg. He would have had lots of um, political messages. Imagine changing them to some, something totally different. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no. He, uh, yeah, he wouldn't he be suing. happy. No, he'd yeah. be suing. Yeah. yeah, but, I mean, they. I'm guaranteeing they won't sue. Um, <laughs> what, what are they going to do? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. So, the original chorus, this is the last part of the chorus, the deep darkness in the clouds drowns the landscape of the heart. Uh, the, the original song's beautiful. Like, the mm. lyrics are so evocative. They're just, you know, they're, they're really uh, thought-provoking and, and you can sort of, it builds an image of how desperate the time was. And mm. they've just totally just fucked it completely. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So you're going to love this. The rewrite to that like a goose spreading its wings against the wind, write a glorious new chapter. Jeez. <laughs> I think the only goose there was the uh, person that rewrote it. I got to tell you. So, yeah. you know, but anyway, it's, um, and, I, I just, and I'm assuming and hoping that it all still matches the, the melody and the song lyric, uh, music and, and all that. Well, what we'll do is we'll we'll have a look at the video in a minute because it's just interesting to see um, the original video of the Chinese and and everything I've read out. Then it'll make more sense too when you see the video, even though you can't understand because they haven't subtitled it. But um, that'll be quite cool. And then just before I do that, though, I'll just read a comment. So, and so far on Chinese social media, the reaction uh, to the revised effort has been decidedly unimpressed. Somehow this version is even more depressing. <laughs> one of one of the most popular comments read. So I was, um, as I said, I was looking at, I was reading some of these comments before, and one that really caught my eye was this one. Curtis, uh, Metro New York City. I love this. This is awesome. I don't understand it, but I love it. Um, dissatisfaction and unfilled lives are not just an issue with one segment of humanity. It's an ontolo ontological matter that refuses to acknowledge humanity's need for transcendent, uh, transcend, transcendence. Blaise Pascal's quote still addresses the issue succinctly. There is a God-shaped vacuum in the heart of each man which cannot be satisfied by anything creating, by any created thing, but only by God the creator, made, made, made through Jesus Christ. I'm like, are you reading the same article? Uh, <laughs> I have absolutely okay. no idea what you are talking yeah. about. I got 
no so. idea at all. No, that was um, that was very weird. But I also thought it was very eloquent. I thought it was, mm. written, I thought it was written very, very well. well written, but yeah, yeah. but absolutely <laughs> didn't sound like it's related to the article. No, <laughs> no, not a, not an idea at all. This is probably another one of um, uh, my favourite ones. I think um, this is by Yang Jing, who lives in Seattle. Um, Omnipot- um, Omnipotent Youth Society, what a great name for a band, um, is a refreshing, it's nearly as good as um, uh, Extreme Blamange. That, that, that was going to be a, a band name that I was thinking about years ago. And the other <laughs> one was The Safety Matches. Um, I remember making Blamange in Home Ec in high school. <laughs> I remember getting good mark for it too, and really enjoyed it. <laughs> so, anyone who doesn't know what blamange is, do you want to uh, just uh, let them know? No, because I've forgotten what it is. I just remember the name. <laughs> you tell them something to do with white, not white people. No, um, no. It's something. To, something, uh, something it's something, it's something cool. to do with milk and milk and water and powder or something. I don't know. Yeah. Something like that. It's like a jelly consistency. But anyway. I digress as usual. Is yes. a refreshing reflection of discontent on the mainland so often that goes unexpressed. I'm delighted to see their coverage here. If others listeners enjoy omnipotent youth society, they may also appreciate um, hang hang eye or hang eye. Oh, sorry, he, he tells you how to. I think he tells you how to pronounce it. By Fang, I'm not sure. Anyway, okay. um, Hang Eye's lead returned to Mongolia from the mainland to relearn his mother's tongue. He combines traditional throat singing techniques with salt sutras and folk rock. So I'll have to look out for that one. Anyway, um, I thought that was a little bit fascinating. um, And I hope you did too. I thought that was very fascinating. It's depressing that they had to do that. Yeah, I 100% Um, agree. 100% agree. Yeah, bizarre. Um, And I just did a quick search for Blamange. Yeah, just did yes. a quick search for blancmange, and it's it's like a a milky jelly. Yes, yes, that's right. So that's right. If you don't like dairy, you won't like blancmange. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely, so, absolutely. Yeah, bizarre. It is a bit. It is a bit. Now, this is, I believe, this is the uh, original video for this song. So it goes for a little while, but that's okay. We're doing pretty well for time. So hmm. just, I'll put the sound on in a minute. I'll um, just get it to come up first. So this is the original video, is it? Yes, it is. It is. I'm just trying to get it into our feed at the moment. Just being a little bit... There you go. And there you go. That doesn't look like a video from the 90s. 
It looks pretty grim, hey? Yeah. That looks recent. If you think about the 90s, it's 30... Really? Didn't think they had widescreen like that. The quality looks really good. It's not a bad song. I don't think I've ever heard a Chinese song. It actually gets better. I would say it's the original because I don't think they'd want to show you stuff being sold really It's hard to know though. It's got everything in this song, believe me. Yeah. Progress. All in the name of progress. Yeah. You, you are right. It may... It's interesting because... Great voice. China's got talent. Definitely. Definitely. And it rocks up in a minute. It really kicks in. Now it almost looks I, like a, um, an advertisement for, for the city. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? I, I wonder. I don't know. Um, there it is. I told you it kicked in a bit. Um, that's not the 1990s, is it? Definitely not. That all looks Definitely too modern. Not. Yeah, I agree. So... So yeah, I'm, I'll have to do a little bit of uh, a bit more research because I thought this is the original, but I don't think it is. And because I don't speak Chinese, uh, and it had no subtitles on it, so what I'll do is I'll see if I can find it. And in English, see if we can get some, see if we can get some um, own translating it for us. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that looks way too modern for the from the nineties. Yeah, no, I one hundred percent agree. One hundred percent agree. They wouldn't have been playing on that. Is that a harmonica? <laughs> Not on that surface. No way. No. I don't know how Monica is playing now. Yeah, Ooh. I told you, got a bit of got a bit of everything in it. Ooh. Yeah, nice. Bit of everything. I reckon this is the reworked one. It's almost a listen to this, isn't it? Mm. I reckon you're right. 
I reckon you're right. Yeah, that's like right. propaganda to me. I love SJZ. Yeah, I would think you're that is. I'll need to... Yeah, I don't know. I'll have to check that, though. I'll have to definitely check what that is. But, um, you know, I thought that was pretty fascinating. I thought Ooh. that was pretty cool. So, hence, I brought it to the show. Yeah, no, but, definitely um, um, concerning, <laughs> for, especially for artists who <laughs> probably yes uh, spent a lot of time and, their, yeah, their creativeness, or their creative work to be just smashed up like that. Yeah, so wrong. I, I totally agree. It is, it is very wrong, very wrong. And I, and I will, I will do some homework on that because I am actually quite interested to know so um, of what happened there. So, mm. but uh, we will be back in a minute with a bit of green there. Done that. Hi, Ashley Fisme here, and you're listening to the New Blurt with Wayne and Kexter. Hey, this is Hannah Melville Ray from the Australia Institute. I'm listening to the new blurt with Wensi and the Kexta, and you should be too. It's on Tuesday nights, live from around 8 p.m. <laughs> Nothing hurts my soul more than getting a bunch of money from paid sponsorship. Cash for comment. I love it. <laughs> Speaking of cash, have you tried the new cash app? <laughs> Send and receive money from anyone instantly with the cash app. Oh, God. Say you want to get $10,000 from Valvoline, just for mentioning the word Valvoline. Just give them your cash app username and they can send it to you immediately. No questions asked. Download the cash app today. Valvoline. You particularly like that. I did at the time, and then obviously the evidence is still there. <laughs> you know, I kept it in there. We've, um, I do actually have the um, just the sound that um, Dan recorded himself, but I haven't got round to finding it. But I uh, know I, I quite like the originality mm. of your, yeah. you're enjoying it in the moment. Yeah. So I don't know. But um, talking about that. A city in a city, a capital of Hubei province. Oh, right. Yes, that is, what is it? Shijaz Wang. I don't know how you pronounce that. No, Shijaz, but. Shijaz Wang. Yeah. That, Thanks, that, Vicky. you got to be careful because that's almost Shijaz Hung. And yeah, you got to <laughs> just be careful. I was you... reading it as Shiraz Huang. But... Yes. <laughs> yes, I'm not sure. I, I don't know. I don't yeah. actually talking about Shiraz. My um, uh, my uh, my delivery came in today, and it came in mm -hmm. with a Magnum. Oh wow! Yes, that's that's a double bottle, isn't it? Yes, it is. Half? It is a liter and a half. So um, yes, it's and that was a freebie too. Oh wow! Uh, yeah. Nice. So I was. Oh, I was and, and speaking of wine, um, just to continue this. Uh, the house we uh, went to to drop off Elijah this afternoon, uh, the husband, who's overseas at the moment, um, he uh, makes his own wine and the, the, his wife offered us um, some of that house-made wine that he literally bought a truckload or, or a trailer load of um, grapes early in the year or last year and crushed it and then did whatever the process is and yeah had a made about 200 liters of it and they're still drinking drinking through it <laughs> but the guy's phenomenal he he makes his own sausages he smokes everything um bongs don't know didn't 
get that far. <laughs> um, but yeah, Vapes. fascinating fella. No, uh, well, have you been um, have you been partaking? Has he been offering them? Uh, I only met them tonight, so. Oh, but I did, okay. I did taste the uh, the wine, and it was actually quite nice. Nice. I nice. didn't have too much because I was driving, so I um, had a couple yeah. of sips. No, that's right. That's something I definitely want to do. Um, uh, I don't know when I'm going to start doing it, but I've forever wanted to make my own beer. I just mm. I've wanted to do that for so long. Yeah. But you, you just need the, the space to do it. And at the moment, don't. I don't have it, but I think I will. Oh, yeah, in the next five years, I should have it. So okay. I want to look out for uh, Kegs Brew. But, Kegs uh, home brew. Yes. I'll have to work out what I'll call it, but... Um, but anyway, um, I was going to say something else too, but I can't remember what it was, but it doesn't matter. Um, yes, no, it doesn't matter. So we will okay. do this. Instead, but these fires are certainly not a function of climate change. They're just a function of life in Australia. Why would a scientist want to change people's vote? I mean, this, this is, you saw the spin over the past week as they drip fed. The report that came out last month, which found one in four cold. Americans, is sceptical about the effects of climate change and thinks this issue's been exaggerated. It's cold. You're listening to Green There, Done That on the new blurb with Wincy and the Kexter. Hey, okay. I'm going to talk this evening um, in green they done that on a little uh, court case that happened in Montana in the US of A. Um, <clears throat> in a landmark decision, a Montana judge uh, ruled in favour of 16 young people who sued the state for violating their constitutional right to a clean and healthy environment by promoting the use of fossil fuels. So basically it was people versus fossil fuels uh, and, organizations. And the, people, and the people won. And the people, the young people won. That's right. Because um, that happened here, didn't it? Correct, correct. I will get to that yep, a little no bit later on. But yes, you're right. Um, so it's not the first in the world, but it's the first uh, positive ruling or first ruling in, in, the, in the US. So... The plaintiffs uh, range between the ages of five and 22. Uh, they argued that the state's continued development of fossil fuels um, was causing them serious harm, including respiratory problems, heat-related illnesses, and anxiety about the future. Uh, they also pointed to the state's own climate change assessments, which found that climate change is already having a significant impact on Montana and is expected to get worse in the future. Um, you got to also consider that Montana is also a, a mining um, state, so they do quite a bit of mining. Um, it's cowboy country. I've been to Montana. It's incredible. Oh, have you? Yeah, it's is unbelievable. It a nice country. It's mountainous for memory, isn't it? Well, yeah, the Rockies go Parts all through it? there. I think. Yeah, yeah, I think the Rockies. I think the Rockies start in Montana. Don't don't mm -hmm. get me. Uh, don't uh, quote me on that. I'm not 100 percent sure, but mm. they definitely start around about there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Montana is amazing, amazing yeah. place. But yeah. yeah, it's very, very cowboy mm -hmm. fight. Yeah. So it's really interesting. Um, this court case because mm. I, uh, I think it's quite yeah. a red state. I'm not sure. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, would sound about right. I reckon. Um, the state of Montana argued that it had a legitimate interest in promoting the development of fossil fuels, um, and the plaintiffs. Yeah, I know. All for the money. 
and that the plaintiffs had not shown that they had been harmed by climate change. However, the judge found that the state's climate change assessments were, um, in quotes, clear and convincing evidence, end quote, that climate change is already causing harm to the plaintiffs. Uh, the state's continued promotion of fossil fuels was a significant contributing factor to their harm. Um, so suck that. Yeah, exactly. Now, like you alluded to earlier, we had a similar case here two or three years ago um, where young people um, took federal, uh, the federal government to court and won. But a year later on appeal, um, they overturned that ruling. And so we here, at least in Australia, are back um, to where we were before. That's bullshit. Who who um, overturned it? Uh, what's the highest court? Supreme Court? I, it's the, it's just, I think it was the Supreme Court. I think it's it was. just bullshit. What was their reason? Do you know why they overturned it? Because the reason they won the case is because it's correct. Yeah, and no, I can't remember why they changed it. So basically what they're saying is, uh, was it Michaelia, was it Michaelia Cash? No, can't remember. Um, she wasn't the minister. She wasn't. Are you saying she wasn't the minister? I don't oh. think she was the minister. Oh, for maybe it was Susan. Maybe it was Susan Lee. Susan Lee, that's who it was. Yes. So it definitely was Susan Lee. Yeah. 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 She's she's a work of work of fiction, isn't she? Yeah. She's it was the um, Sharma versus the minister uh, case. I think it was called. Yes, I was listening to um, something just recently uh, with her on it, actually, oh, talking okay. about activism and because um, she's still a very much an activist. Mm. But, I mean, we've got these ridiculous protest laws now. I, I just I find it amazing, um, Wincy, because we live in a country that has a 40-hour week, and the only reason we have a 40-hour week is because people protested it to get a 40-hour mm. week. Exactly. And, to get an eight-hour day to stop yeah. doing, you know, 10 or 12 hours every single day. I mean, there's yeah. so many things that we have in this country because people had to protest to get them, and it was nearly it. always the unions. Yeah. And it yep. just – and people just take it for granted now. It just – it does my head in. It really does. I just, I just find that Australians are very apathetic to any discussion or, or disgust if, if government make a decision – you don't see the protests like you see in other countries. Not that I say we need to be violent during uh, protests, but it's our right to go protest and there shouldn't be any law stopping us from, from doing it. Do you know, I mean, but I, you know, I mean, I, I see, see, that's why I don't get, I don't get angry. I don't get mad. It might be inconvenient, but who gives a shit um, mm. with, um, um extinction, uh, rebellion. extinction rebellion yeah i mean they've got a they've got a 70 plus year old person who works in there and she's more mm. than happy to be arrested and it's yeah. not because she's a violent person it's no. because people aren't doing enough for the planet i mean yeah. and and i'm i'm going i'm going to allude to bits of that in a minute but i, I don't want to sort of 
get you off what you were talking about. Did you have further on what you were speaking? I'm sorry, I didn't mean no, to. No, that's right. Um, I had a few other little cases to cover, yeah. but yeah, no, you no, 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 you, you, you keep going. But the only thing I wanted to add was mm. is Montana is definitely red, 60-40. Oh, there you go. So yeah. it's amazing that this one even... Um, that's. I think that's why it's such a landmark. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, so the Held versus Montana case is a landmark victory for the young people and for the climate movement. Um, it's also a reminder that young people are not powerless. So for any young people out there listening, um, don't think you are voiceless. Um, you can stand up to big corporations and the government if done properly. Um, so don't, don't give in. Don't um, stop the fight. Um, other cases uh, that were similar in the USA um, have been a few, a few of, uh, among the years. Um, Juliana versus the United States. The case was filed in 2015 by 21 young people who were suing the federal government for violating their constitutional rights by contributing to climate change. Um, they argued that climate change is a public nuisance and that the government's actions are causing them serious harm. Um, not sure where that case is, whether it's still going. It may have finished by now. Um, yeah, such a nuisance while you destroy our freaking world and get multi-billion dollar profits. Yeah, I'm really upset. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, Kivalina versus ExxonMobil. Uh, the case was filed in 2008 by the Alaska native village of Kiv Kivalina. Um, uh, basically, through... Um, case was against um, the threatened uh, threatening of climate change inducing sea level rise. The plaintiffs argued that ExxonMobil and other oil companies are liable for the damages caused by climate change, including the loss of their homes and land, but it was dismissed in 2014. Um, not sure if they appealed that case. And there's other cases very similar where um, people have gone against um, or oil companies or fossil fuels. None of them have succeeded, as far as I know, except for this one. So we'll see how this goes. I'm sure there'll be an appeal um, in the near future. I'm sure oh, the state yeah. will appeal it and try to get it overturned, but we'll see. Yeah, well, I mean, they've got such a conservative Supreme Court justice. So, um, mm. you know, I mean, they've got a, a, a one of their... Um, uh, Supreme Court judges that is so dodgy it's just not funny and then his mm. wife's wife I think his wife is um he's caught up with uh, some of the fake electors uh, that we yeah, talked about right. at the start of the um uh, start of the show so yeah so yeah you just you don't have a lot of faith do you no. talking about not having a lot of faith I thought I might just add a few things here because you're gonna mm. love this um it has been Republican since 1952. Wow, so what's that? 60, 70, 70 odd years, 71? It's, it, it's, it's never changed. And the worst part is that Trump, Donald Trump beat Joe Biden over by over 16 points in 2020. Wow. Um, Montana regained another congressional district in 2020 census, which it had lost that in 1990. So mm -hmm. what that means is in 2024... Montana, it's already going to be Republican, gets another electoral vote. What? 
so another opportunity for whoever's running yeah for republican to win yeah yeah well they'll win Which Montana for sure. yeah so they basically get another vote a free vote uh free hmm. yeah it's, free. Um, is that vote. is that the equivalent of a, a seat that they yeah or, yes i think it is yes i think it is, is it yeah because you know yeah, no, I think you're right. No, you're right. You're right. So all the okay. electoral college um, votes is how the Congress is made up, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. So, um, yes, no, you're correct. Mm. So that's not good. No. <laughs> we want it the other way around so that yes. Democrats win because we don't want Trump making a comeback. Well, there's a lot of uh, conjecture at the moment about the uh, 14th Amendment. And there's a um, section in the 14th Amendment that says, if you are deemed to have plotted, started, organized, or sort of um, uh, began to cite an insurrection, mm -hmm. uh, you can never run for office anywhere. All right. At all. So he's just got to get indicted on that. Uh, well, yes, on on that one, basically, if he if he gets charged on that one, he's done. He, mm. he can't run. He can't run. If he, if oh, he, so you only have to be charged for it. You don't have to be found guilty or anything. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I think that is correct. I think he has no. to be. No, no, I apologize. No, I think he needs to be. He needs to be convicted. I, convicted, I, right. I believe. Okay. Yeah, but because uh, I don't trust that guy as far as you can throw him, um, mm. which isn't very far because he weighs one hundred and fifteen kilos. <laughs> Um, but um, I think I'd just bounce off him. I wouldn't oh, be able to move him. Yeah, it's 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 pretty bad. It's pretty yeah. Bad. If if we can't get him into jail, if we can get him not to be president ever ever again, then yes. it's a win for for the world. It is. It is. It is because then he'll stop banging on because there's bugger all he can do about it. Then mm. yeah, so, exactly. But but I I I have faith in the American people. I do not think they'll vote for him again. But um, yeah, I'm glad you have faith. But I do, I do indeed. But enough of them, and no, more of us. It, yeah. Unless you've yes. got some, have you got some? No, yeah. no. We're we're here to talk about green stuff. Yes, we are. And Not I just him. thought it was time on this show that what we should do is you and I talk about really big initiatives often on this show mm. about what they're doing. You talked about a fantastic um, initiative of cleaning up a river in Vietnam, I think it was, yep. with a, a yep. robotic uh, sort of boat thing a while ago. Yep. And Correct. we've talked about different uh, new renewables coming on to the market. Mm -hmm. We talked about new EVs um, yeah. coming onto the market, et cetera, et cetera. Well, I thought that they say um, to act global, act local first. Mm. And so that's exactly what I am doing. Okay. And I am acting local and small because every little small action that we make makes such a huge difference in the world. Yeah. And the classic example of that is if it, you allow a bucket to sit under a dripping tap for long mm -hmm. enough, it will flood the bucket. Correct. And then you can reuse it somewhere else. That is 100% correct. So... um so just to, yeah, just to express that um, example. So if you're not already doing it, use keep cups wherever you go when yep. you are having a coffee or 
if you don't want to use a keep cup and you have 10 or 15 minutes, because most of us actually do have 10 or 15 minutes, just sit down, have a lovely cup of coffee in a cup and let them wash it up afterwards and just enjoy the day wherever you are. I I took inspiration from you guys when I was there recently um, because I know you guys are very uh, green savvy. Uh, and try to minimize your waste. Um, so when I came back, every time I know that I'm going to order a coffee elsewhere, I'm taking my keep cup with me. And like you just said, if I don't have it with me, I will either not order a coffee or sit down and have a coffee in their mugs so that they can wash it. And absolutely. Single use. So yes, small, and I, small absolutely. And I just think that I mean, gee whiz, it's only 10, 15 minutes. I mean, if you yeah, sit down exactly. and have a coffee, it doesn't take long. And yeah. it's just everyone's got that in their day, yeah. and they can just clear their mind, just just sit and, down, and have a coffee. Exactly. If you don't have the time, you probably do need it. So do it. <laughs> it's probably a nice little reset for the day. Just those Ab- ten or fifteen minutes. Absolutely. And years ago, that's what they did. Mm. Exactly. They didn't have disposable coffee cups, you know. Um, so let's Treat it let's like a smoke a break. Absolutely, hundred percent. And so don't do that, people. Absolutely, do not do that. Do exactly. Yeah, no smoking. Once you said, don't have a smoker <laughs> break, but treat it like a smoker break. Yes, <laughs> to yes. have a chin wag. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. And if you can um, get your colleague out as well, because I, the thing that uh, that I find hilarious so many times is that you see. Colleagues will be actually talking next to each other for five mm. to ten to maybe even fifteen minutes with disposable cups yeah. out front of yeah. the cafe. They just yeah. fucking bought them from. <laughs> it does uh, my head in. I'm sorry. Yeah, it, does. it does. It does. It does. Does your head? I, I see a lot of cafes, even mobile. The little coffee carts are now offering ceramic mugs yes. instead of um, um, takeaway cups. And yeah. you just use it, bring it back when you're ready, and there's constant supply. And, yeah, great idea. When I was in New Zealand, uh, there was a little place that we went to, really good place, actually, mm. and um, in uh, a little place called uh, Little River. No, Little River? Is it Little River? Um, oh, no, Littleton it's called. It's called Littleton. Mm-hmm. And um, and it's in Christchurch. Um, it's a nice little uh, place, although... <laughs> It's it's on the water, etc. But there's there's a lot of industry there, so I wouldn't say mm. that is particularly picturesque. If you can get past the industry, it's really nice. <laughs> the industry is right there, so it's not you know particularly impressive. But anyway, just put a different um, filter on your lens. Yes, yeah, no, that's exactly right. That that's why I, that's why I said the nest. Uh, if we if we sit just there at the window, that's perfect. We miss out on the yes. industry. <laughs> just see the so that looks great. But anyway, um. So, yeah, when they were there, when I was there, for the last year and a half, they haven't had disposable cups. Nice. And so people, many people, and I saw it quite a bit when I was in New Zealand, they'll not even rock in with a keep cup. They'll just rock in Mm. with a cup. Yeah. Just a cup. Yeah. You know? It's just Um, a matter of changing attitudes and and, um, behaviours. That's all it is. It is. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think the other thing is, though, we also have to just let people realize that if you know the amount of waste that we have in mm. this world is just 
it's we 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 can't do it. It's it's no, not possible. Yeah, exactly. Um, so can't anyway. do this forever, people. No. So we it's need to change. Own. We need to change. Yes. The other thing we need to change as much as we possibly can is don't shop at supermarkets. <gasps> what? I know. What I know. I know. I know. It's hard. I know it's hard, but shop as little as possible at supermarkets. They have inferior product when it comes to groceries. They rip their um, farmers off blind mm. and they're ripping us off blind. And through the pandemic, they made so much profit, absolutely incredible, and they're still putting their prices up. The mm. other thing about them is that more and more, and you would you'd be seeing this, they are infiltrating their own brand and getting rid of any independent brands. So, so many times all you can get is either a Coles brand or a Woolworth brand and yeah. you'll look at it and you'll go, oh, that's not a Woolworth. And then you'll go, oh, it is a Woolworth brand. Mm. Um, it's the, the oligopoly. It's not good yeah. enough and it's yeah. not it's not good for us. We, we've got choices and as much as we can, we want to make them. I understand mm. there's certain things hard to get in other places like yeah. you Jeff and those sort of things, mm. but stuff like toilet roll, classic example. Yeah. Who gives a crap? Don't yeah. go to you know. I do. I, I give a crap. What are you talking I, about? I know you do. I know you do. <laughs> it's, uh, Who gives a crap is a is a fantastic uh, organization. Unfortunately, their stuff um, is uh, made in China, but mm. at least it's made out of bamboo, and you can yeah. uh, you can buy it online in bulk. And everything that it comes in is completely cardboard, completely paper. There is no, uh, you know, no it all just plastics. No, no, just all breaks down in the compost. No problems yep. whatsoever. Yep, they do tissues. And, uh, they do paper towels. Uh, I think they've even delved now into soap bars, similar to oh, what really? Lush. Yeah, yeah. Oh wow. Um, so my my shampoo is all through Lush now. So it's it's a block of, um, it's like soap basically. So oh, no more wow. plastic container for me. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh, well, you're going to have to put some links on the show. I've got some good links here to put on the show mm -hmm. notes. So uh, put some links on that one because I'm particularly interested in that one. I've got um, quite a few here, and I know we're running out of time, so I'm cool. just going to put in some of the particularly uh, interesting ones that I think we can all um, have a look at, and I'll and I'll try to fly through them a little bit. So um, just so you know, and just in case people don't, you don't need to wash your jars when you recycle. Uh, you can just put them, just as long as they're empty, stick them straight in a recycle, mm -hmm. recycle. Because if you wash them, you're using more energy to wash them. Mm. So put them straight in the recycle. Um, in Victoria, there's a new coin deposit starting up. Um, I'll have the links in the show notes for all of these. Um, coin deposit? What's that? A coin deposit. So basically, sorry, a container deposit scheme. Right. Okay. Yes, my bad. Container deposit scheme. Um, we used to do this years ago. I yeah. Mean, yeah. Years, I mean, decades ago. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, when I grew up, that's how I made money, by getting the aluminium cans and yeah. getting your 10 cents back or whatever it was. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. in their infinite wisdom, they've now brought the container deposit scheme back in Victoria. You might already have it in Queensland. We've, sure. we've had it for years. South Australia hasn't stopped, I don't think, ever since they introduced it decades ago. Why New South Wales have it? Um, yes, they do. They've just started. Yeah, okay, yeah, as well. They, awesome. They started a little while. But they've got an amazing setup too. So anyone listening from New South Wales, get down there, find out where it is, and mm. there's so many things you can put in there. It's really, really, really good. 
Um, another thing, uh, just a quick one, is blister packs can be recycled now. Um, you know, the blister packs from yep, Panadol, those sort of things. Yep. yep. I've got a link um, here. It'll be in the show notes. It's a company called PharmaCycle. Sorry, mm -hmm. it's not a company. It's a process called PharmaCycle. There's a whole bunch of pharmacies behind it, um, et cetera, et cetera. But what we're trying to do is getting the actual um, people that make the stuff like mm -hmm. um, uh, Pfizer and yeah. all the huge multi-billion whatever they're called reckon yep. beckenhauser or whatever yep. yeah all those sort of people um so i'll have those links in the show notes so a couple of other things is you can um if you if you if you're dairy and you like dairy you don't need to keep having plastic you can get your uh, milk bottles filled up um there's quite a few places around tasmania adelaide uh sorry uh, tasmania south australia victoria new south wales believe it or not can't find anything for queensland i'm sorry yeah. I'm not sure right. why. So to why. get milk in a glass or refilled? Glass bottle, yeah, absolutely. Glass bottles. Yeah, yeah I don't and think so I've seen any. When you give your bottle back, they give you $2 yeah. back. So yeah. It's mm. it's a little a little exy, but it's so much better for the, for the environment. Um, uh, the other one is grainer, G-R-A-I-N-A.com.au. They're in Victoria, but I think you can buy stuff online. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you buy stuff online, uh, you get 20% off, I think, on your first purchase. You can buy okay. so many different things like um, chickpeas, all that sort of stuff. But it's all um, – you get it in brown bags. Yeah. Um, oh, awesome. Yeah. So you don't – there's no – you know, there's no plastic packaging at all. And they will um, uh, they will deliver it to you uh, via a box, et cetera, or oh, whatever. Awesome. So 20% off. So I'll have these links in the show notes. Mm -hmm. uh, this is the last one. Uh, don't use polystyrene at all. Mm -hmm. It's terrible for the environment, and we yep. cannot recycle it. So yeah, um, really. Unfortunately, we can't control it when we buy certain products. Yeah, so we've got to try not to buy those products. Buy, exactly. That's what we're going to do. Uh, just to add to that. Um, yep. I don't know if it's something you used to do, but I used to take off sticky tape of all boxes, you know, packing tape. Yes, um, so it can be recycled. put it into a recycle bin. Yeah. I reached out to um, Craig Rucastle via Twitter. Oh, did um, he get back to you? He got back to me and I asked him, do you have oh to remove the God. tape? And he said, no, you don't. So now I've saved myself half an hour or, or yeah. whatever it is that it takes me to individually take all the tape off that I used to do. That, it can all go in. So wow, they, so they deal with that at the processing center. You've sort of uh, left the cat in the bag there a bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I started that convo about 10 days ago. It's probably the best tweet I've ever done. It had quite a bit of traction. Wow, I, I didn't even see it. Yeah. I mustn't be following you. I'm going to have to check that out. Dun, dun, dun. You're not following yes. me. <laughs> well, we're not following you. Let's put it that yeah. way. Yeah, true. So I need to need to sort that out. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, see if you can reach out and see if you can get him on the show. <laughs> <laughs> that'd, that'd be, Mr. Craig that'd be pretty good. From War on Waste, would you like yes. to come to our little podcast? <laughs> That's right. That's exactly right. That's We've exactly had guests right. like Dan Illich, Dr. Mira Absolutely. Yeah. And, and he, he would know Speedy. all of those. You yeah, know, all of those yeah. people. So, absolutely. Yeah. And the last one is join the War on Waste Facebook page if you can. I mm. do not use Facebook hardly at all. 
but I am on this page. It's got 31,000 members and there's so many good people on this page um, and so many fantastic ideas. Um, I, I've been seeing so many so many people doing so many good things. So there's mm. lots and lots of people out there that are trying to do the right thing. And as I say, I will um, – and when I say the right thing, it's not the right thing by me. It's just the right thing by the environment, i.e. Mm. we've got to save the only environment we have. So, exactly. um, so anyway. for those who aren't familiar with the show, it's an ABC Australia TV show. Uh, you can watch it on iView. I hope they've got previous seasons. Um, you can watch the current season and then watch the previous seasons. You'll learn heaps. Inspire, get inspiration to do lots of good stuff around the house. Absolutely. And all of this, uh, well, at least half of this information that I've got here is from War and Waste. Um, yeah. So yeah, I like to put into action what I, what I read and what I yeah. see um, as much as I can. So. Um, so I think that's probably a lot tonight, Moni. A, a bit of a long one, as uh, as it seems to be all the time. Now. <laughs> but um, but hopefully uh, people out there learnt some stuff and yeah. um, had a bit of fun along the way. Yeah, absolutely. Because because um, I definitely did. Um, I definitely did uh, with our Trump watch. Mm. Eleven thousand seven hundred eighty. Remember, not yeah. eight hundred and seventy. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, well, in a couple of weeks' time, Maria Tafalaga will be coming up, but for next week, uh, we will have something else uh, interesting for you to um, have a listen to. Potty will be out on Monday, I imagine, yep. as usual. hope so. And, um, and our, latest, our latest is out, isn't it? Uh, next question, please. <laughs> <laughs> It looks it's like our CTO has been a bit slacky, so hopefully yes. our latest will get out very, very yes. soon. So. I'll be working on that tomorrow yeah. in amongst my university assignment yes. next week. So yes, we've got a public I'm holiday too. tomorrow. Thanks, Eka. Oh, okay. The oh, nice. Excellent. Excellent. Formerly known. Nice. Uh, thanks, uh, anyone listening on the pod, anyone joined us on the video. Really, uh, really appreciate that. You can subscribe to us on uh, Substack. Um, you can write to us on gmail.com. Uh, we've got a Twitter, Twitter account. We've got a Spoutable account. We've got a Threads account. We've got an Instagram account. So um, lots of ways you can get in touch or just have a look what we are doing. And um, thanks very much, as I say, for your interest. And we will see you next week. See you, Wendy. See ya. Hello, my name's Dean Park, and I'm from the Kwandamooka peoples of... Minjiriba, which is also known as North Stradbroke Island, just off the coast of Brisbane. It's great to be here with you today. I know there's been a lot of interest since uh, Prime Minister Anthony Albanese made a really, to some people, a surprising comment during the election night saying that the government was committed to a referendum on a voice to parliament. And I know that there are many people sitting out there in their lounge rooms on that night, not really sure about what he meant. What we're talking about is very simple. It's just three things. Recognising Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples in the constitution, having an Indigenous voice to parliament, and the need for a referendum to make it all happen. And we want to be able to do this because this is a conversation that we have to have across the nation. This is a conversation that every single Australian needs to be part of. And so we don't want to confuse the issue. We're not going to dive down in deep into details. This is not about the politics. 
This is not about making a particular point. It's simply about having a conversation with you, sharing a bit of information about Indigenous constitutional recognition, about a voice to parliament, and about a referendum. And we're hoping that this is something that triggers a conversation more broadly in your families, in your workplaces, in your communities, and something that we really want the whole nation to get behind. What constitutional recognition means is acknowledging the 65,000 years of continuous connection that Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples have to this country. It's about Australians embracing First Nations peoples. It's about us being recognised in our constitution, in our rule book. It is a unique status as the first peoples of the Australian nation. And it's about, I guess, having that, that sense of this is where we started as a people and as a nation. And that's really, really important in terms of the relationship that we have between first Australians and everyone else. Yeah, you know, I can't tell you how much that means, you know, to, to our community, to our nation, to myself, to my family, uh, to not have to uh, argue for that basic recognition to be recognised as First Nations, that we belong here and that we have a right to be heard. It took until 2017, the Uluru Statement from the Heart, for Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples to very firmly say what meaningful constitutional recognition looked like to us. It's recognising our Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people in the founding document of our nation. And how do we embrace First Nations peoples as the first peoples of this country, which is unique and different to anywhere else in the whole world? It's unfinished business and it's about time that uh, we recognise that the Aboriginal people were living on this continent, Torres Strait Islanders were inhabiting our homelands, and that recognition in the constitution is going to go a long way to uh, healing past injustices in the, in the modern history of Australia. I remember when I was um, one of facilitating a native event for school, um, when I've asked like, you know, mob at school if they want to do a dance or if they want to sing or do storytelling or something like that. Um, there, there's that shame factor like, oh, I'm scared to to, to voice my culture and to talk about it. And then, but with this, I believe it will make, make them actually feel valued and empower, empowered in their own country as First Nations Australians, yeah. In 1967, the Australian public voted overwhelmingly to allow the Commonwealth Government to make laws about Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people before it hadn't had that power. Meaningful, real constitutional recognition had to come through a voice. It had to be about this voice to parliament. There are too many issues in our communities which mean that we can't just have symbolic recognition. There needs to be practical change alongside that. Uh, but then also, you know, what a lot of people talk about, the practical kind of things that come along with that and the power of that symbolism too is that, you know, not only are you recognising us finally, but you, you actually have to listen to us and talk to us and we, we have a say, we get to sit at the table where the decisions are made, which for too long have been made without us. And, you know, one of the things in my family that we always talk about uh, is all the uh, kind of things that have happened in the Barma Forest and the Wirai Forest and all the um, environmental degradation, but what happened to our families there and um, actually being able to have a seat at the table with people like you know, Victoria and New South Wales parks and wildlife type people with the government on, you know, when they're making the leasing decisions that are impacting our families uh, when it comes to the history of economic development in those areas. I think the important thing in constitutional recognition is that it 
puts Indigenous people firmly in the founding document of modern Australia. And it's not putting us in the constitution in a way that someone else has suggested we should be. It's putting us in the constitution in the way Indigenous people have decided they want to be recognised in the constitution. And that's important because it's Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people deciding for themselves what they want, asking the Australian people to support them in that, and then that being enshrined in the document that defines the way the nation works. In a way, our most important document in Australia. The Uluru Statement very clearly said that if we are going to do this, if we are going to formally and finally do constitutional recognition for Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples, it's got to be through the voice. And just for having our voice in, you know, enshrined in the constitution, it doesn't only have like an impact now, but has impact on the generations to come. And is an important first step in building a shared future for our country. The new Blurred is brought to you by Wensi and Kickstar, usually on a Tuesday evening. You can catch us on all the socials, as they say, the Blurt YouTube channel. We have a Twitter Blurt handle, and there is a Blurt Star Facebook page as well. So, if you're interested in getting getting in touch, it's blurtstar at gmail.com, and we will get back to you as soon as we can if you've got any questions. Until next week, there'll be another feed coming at you. Has been a Get Off The Glass production. It's brought to you by Wincy and Kickstarter.